Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Yo, what up? Welcome to Tevez of the Best. Today is Saturday, Sunday, March 20, 2022. My name is JC Tevez. Welcome to the podcast about my life and nothing else but stick around. You might learn something new. Happy Sunday. Wow. Releasing on a Sunday. Actually, 12.36 in the morning. I have been messing around with my brand new iPhone 12, 13, 13, iPhone 13. Yeah, how do you know someone has an iPhone, a new iPhone? Well, they'll, you know, they'll just tell you, right? That's what it is. Hey, man, what you doing? Oh, nothing. What are you doing? I got a new iPhone. That's just how the conversation goes. Anyway, I got a brand new iPhone 13, ladies and gentlemen. I was talking about it last podcast. I'm sorry I didn't release on Friday. I was, uh, what did I do? I was pretty busy doing some stuff. Oh, I was in Pampanga. That's right. I was in Pampanga. I came from Baguio. I'll tell you all about that in just a few minutes. But yeah. It was, let me tell, let me tell you about the iPhone, the iPhone 13. I bought it at Power Max Center. I got the, I, I was debating. Remember I, last podcast, I said, should I pay cash for it? But I said, fuck, that's so much money to drop at one time. So I've done something that I haven't done in a very, 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 very long time. I used, uh, in, no interest or no, uh, installment payments. I got the 24 months, so two years. I got the iPhone 13. I was thinking of getting the mini, right? But I just I said, fuck it. I'll just get the the regular iPhone 13, 256 gigabytes. I think the total for the actual phone, if it were to be cash, was 50, 56, 56,000 pesos. My goodness. So I got the, the, the 24-month installment. I also bought, because you could, you could also get their accessories, with installment, I think. I'm not sure if, I, well, you can. I did it right now, but I don't know if you can get it in installments without buying a phone. So anyway, I just, uh, I just put it all together in one payment. So what did I get? Let me do a little unboxing here on the podcast. I got a power bank. I got, uh, it's not MagSafe, unfortunately, uh, but I figured I should get a power bank. The Basics Pro Mini, B-A-S-I-X. Pro Mini by Aki, A-U-K-E-Y. It does have a wireless uh, charging feature, but it's not the the MagSafe, so it doesn't stick onto the phone. But So right now, I'm charging my phone wirelessly, although it does only give you 10 watts charging because the, the standard now, the fastest one is 20, I believe. So it's only half of that. So it slow charges in a way. Uh, I got a case. I got a Presidio Perfect Clear case from Spec, S-P-E-C-K, which is MagSafe compatible, although I don't have any MagSafe accessories yet. I, I figured I'd, just, I'd get it in case I do buy a MagSafe thing. And I had to buy because I fucking, I complained about this on this fucking podcast before. <laughs> the phone doesn't come with the, the power adapter. It comes with a cord, but it doesn't come with the USB-C to lightning power cable. So I bought one of those two. That one cost 1,190 pesos. So overall, 1,190 for the, the, the outlet thingy, 2,000 for the power bank, uh, 2,000, 
200 for the MagSafe clear case. So 2, 4, 5, plus 55. It's about 62, 60 to 62,000 pesos is what I fucking spent today on this new iPhone 13. I'll let you guys know how it is. I, I mean, I'm sure I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to love it, right? I'm sure I'm going to really like it. But I still have that buyer's remorse in a way. But I downloaded all my apps already that I use. I figured actually I downloaded less than what I had on my old phone. I'm hoping to just stick with the, the apps that I really use. But let me just rant one more time about fucking passwords. God damn it, man. I have so many apps, so many logins, so many different passwords because some apps don't let you use uh, passwords without a symbol or some don't let you use a password with consecutive numbers like one, two, three. Like I, obviously my password is not one, two, three, but I have uh, three consecutive numbers like they are consecutive in numerically in my password. But there's more than three numbers. I have like four numbers, but three of them. So now if you want to guess my password, go ahead. <laughs> but I have three numbers that are consecutive. So there's one app that I can't even fucking remember what it is. I have to reset everything. And then I have to make a new password. And you know what really pisses me off is that you cannot reuse the old password. So now I'm constantly in this. This I have to constantly keep the passwords in my head. I know there are some password apps that you're, you can store your passwords. But that's just asking to get hacked. Right? If somebody hacks that app. They have all your passwords. So I'm not going to do that. So yeah, that's my rant. I'll let you guys know how the iPhone 13 is. But let's talk about my week. So I just came. Before I talk about Baguio and Pampanga, which was amazing, by the way. Um, I just hosted an event earlier for uh, an insurance company. I'm not going to tell you the name because I want other insurance companies to hire me. <laughs> but it was my first time hosting... It for in a green screen room, like it was a studio, and but the whole place where I was standing in was green screen. It was like standing in Shrek's cum, right? That's what it was. It was it was like a huge room. I've used green screen before, but it was just that. It was a screen. This was a room, and it was green. And I saw myself on the like where where I, I my monitor showed me what it actually looked like to the audience and I was on this like stage in front of a palace <laughs> it was fucking cool man uh but I want to give a shout out to the team at Vantage who uh who who hired me for the event shout out to Vaughn who contacted me to miss fuck I'm going to remember it in just a few minutes uh miss anyway shout out to uh, Sir Ram, who was the floor director, to Dessa, who's the script. Uh, she was in charge of the script. Uh, Tin Jimenez, her name is Tin Jimenez. She is the head of Vantage, who who said uh, very nice things to me after the event. Uh, but I just want to say, I really missed it. It wasn't a live event per se. It was live. It was it was broadcast live, but there's no live audience. All the audience was at home. But for the first time in a long time, because I've been hosting usually on Zoom. Um, I had one in December, which was also kind of similar. But this one felt a little bit more... It felt closer to reality because we had the green screen and then we had a little bit more live interaction, quote-unquote, with the the winners of the awards, etc. But man, I really miss live events. It made me realize how much I love doing what I do. I really love hosting events. I really love making people happy. And I got to say, I'm fucking good at my job, bro. 
<laughs> after the event, I don't know if they were just being nice, but after the event, the the team gave me a. I walked in because we were we were separated. There. So the only people with me in that green screen room was the the Cidessa, who's the script uh, the script writer. I'm guessing. Uh, I didn't really ask what she. She was the one c- uh, controlling the prompter and editing the script. So I'm guessing she was the script writer and Sir Ram, who was the floor director. But everyone else, the the director, see Derek Aki, shout out to him, uh, the client, uh, and the rest of the other technical team was in the next room. So I didn't even see them for the entire event. But when the event was done, I went into the next room and they all gave me uh, like a round of applause. And they all like they had nothing but good things to say about me. I'm not, I'm not saying this. I'm just really proud of myself that I still got it, man. I still fucking got it, guys. <laughs> I think I'm good at what I do and I really love doing it. And I'm just really happy. Like I was really, really touched. And what's that? I just, it was awesome, man. What a great feeling. There, there's nothing like finishing an event and like the day is done. The work is done. I mean, for me, usually the, the team, they have to uh, ingress and or whatever the opposite of ingress is, right? Like a egress. Is that what it's called? You have to break down everything and you know, all the cameras and lights and sound and whatever. But when the event is done, there's like this collective feeling of relief and joy and happiness. And if there's like a, if it's like a debut, there's like, it's time to fucking party. Uh, or even at a wedding, when the wedding, when you're done with hosting the wedding, you can kick it with the rest of the people at the wedding and, and dance and enjoy. There's, there's something about it, man. It's like such a, I can't even describe that feel. I don't even know how to explain it. It, it's, if you're an event host, you know, what I'm talking about. But maybe to compare it, it's like, uh, yeah, I guess it's like working towards a big project at work, right? Let's say you work in uh, an office job or, or like a, you're, what's that? You work at a job and you work on this project for, some people work on projects for months, weeks, days, etc. cetera. Uh, but once you complete that project, once you hit send, I guess, or once you've, you, once you've presented to the client and the, the, the deal is sealed, something like that. That's the feeling I get every time I host an event. And, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not about to cry, but I'm getting a little bit emotional because shit, that shit felt so good, man. It felt so good to be in my element and to kind of feel like the world is getting back to where it used to be. And I told you guys before, I was getting more, uh, inquiries throughout the month. So it's just, it feels good, man. I don't know. I'm tearing up a little bit. Because, <laughs> man, it has been so long since I felt that. It's been so long since I felt that. And it just... Ah, thank you for the opportunity, uh, Vantage Events. And thank you for getting me. And thank you for paying me a lot of money. <laughs> thank you for paying me a lot of money. Guys, this event was... This event paid me a good amount, bro. This event will pay for my bills for a long time. But thank you so much. I would have done it for free. No, I wouldn't. But <laughs> sometimes, you know, just for the feeling alone, maybe I would have done it for free just to feel that. Felt good, man. It felt really good. All right. So let's, let's rewind a couple days. Um, I don't remember the last time I touched base with you guys on this podcast. It must have been last Friday. Um, not this last Friday, but the Friday before. So what was that? March, March 11, I'm guessing. I, I don't want to go check my podcast records but uh, i went to pampanga uh last week 
It was a good time. It was a great time. Uh, met up with my cousin. Uh, we went to a birthday party for one of his best friend's partners. That was pretty dope. We went to uh, uh, this bar called Rob's um, Rob's Gastro Pub. It's in Balibago. It's next to the red light district. So if you <laughs> if you go there, you're gonna be like, where the fuck did you recommend we go, JC? This is so ratchet. Like there are literally box box uh, prostitutes just chilling over there. Uh, <laughs> but they they you know they won't bother you, right? Uh, and I was so surprised how many fucking people were there. Like, it was crazy. It looked like, it reminded me of pre-pandemic early night in BGC, Fort Strip. That's what the vibe was. It was packed and, and it, it was filled with vapors. <laughs> but anyway, it was cool, man. It was cool. I stayed there till like late, like 4 a.m. with my, with my friends. I, I saw my homie there see, uh, I don't know. Actually, I don't know what name he wants to go by because I asked, like, can I call him one name? And they said, wait, shh, don't say that name. <laughs> I want to be low key here. So I'm not going to, I'm not even going to mention his name. But shout out to my homie who I uh, ran into in, uh, Rob's. He's from Manila as well. So what else did I do? A couple days after that, we went to, um, Baguio. I went to Baguio with my, with my stepfather and my stepfather's student because my stepfather used to be a professor in a university in Japan. Uh, so, uh, his, his student, former student's name is Ryu, like, like Street Fighter. Ryu-san. Ryu-san. Ryu, Ryu-san. He was really cool. Or I think his last name is Ida, so Ida-san. So it was me, uh, my stepfather, and Ida-san. We went to so many places. I haven't posted about it on Instagram yet because, A, I couldn't transfer my files to my old ass phone. So now I can have an iPhone 13, by the way. I can do that. But we, we started the, the trip to Baguio. Um, by starting at a restaurant. So we arrived in the evening. We, we ate at this place called Olives or, and Lemons or Lemons and Olives. I don't know which one. You just flip it. Go Google it. It's either Lemons and Olives or Olives and Lemons. I'm pretty sure it's Lemons and Olives. It's a Greek restaurant overlooking. It has a wonderful view. It, I don't know like the geography of Baguio. So I can't really tell you like it's in this part of Baguio or this, but it's near like, where the main part of Baguio is. Cause you know that main part of Baguio is like Mines View, SM, um, John Hay. You know, they're all like within like 15 minutes of each other. So it's within that area. So lemons and olives. They had, oh man, let me just look through my photos, man. Cause goddamn. Uh, the lamb, the lamb chops, I think is what we got, but we got like the platter. My stepdad was telling me he ate there before and it, you have to get the platter because it's like a different, it's different from like the single order lamb. And it's not cheap. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. It's like 3k, but it was good for, it was good for like the three of us. But dude, mm, it was delicious, man. Uh, we had, well, let me hold on. I have my photos here. I just want to make sure I, I kind of do it justice because I know some of you listen probably are thinking about going to Baguio soon. So do, do go check it out over there. Mm, here we go. Oh, of course we got the, the hummus, the hummus with the pita bread. Their hummus was good. If you're, if you're a fan of Greek food, you got to get the hummus. We had their salad, which had 
apples in it. What is this salad called? The L and O. Ah, so it's lemons and olives. L and O salad, which is romaine lettuce, cucumber, sun-dried tomatoes, walnuts, cranberries, and parmesan with a honey lemon dressing. It was great. Let me give you the actual thing. The Here, the special lamb chops. The special lamb chops. Oh, you can get a solo plate, I guess. But we got like the big one. The 3,000 peso one. We had, what else did we have there? Uh, well, we had this, this, this appetizer platter called the Sagnaki, Saganaki. It's the signature appetizer of lemon and olives, a delectable serving of imported pan fried Greek cheese with fresh lemon and has like, um, like, like, like those meats that you find on a, what do you call that board? At weddings, what a, a a chiving board? I forgot what you call it. You know what I'm talking about? Where there's just meat, like salami and cheese. It's something board, but yeah, there's some meats that you would find on a whatever board that is. And then we had this, we had this gin. I think it's it's a gin. Uh, it's called ozo. O u z o. It's so interesting because when it mixes with water, it turns white. It looks like, and I don't know, it looks like semen. I've said the word semen. Oh, no, I said cum. I said Shrek's cum earlier. Uh, but, you know, it looks like semen. It's weird. It has a weird, like, it's, I think it's a, it's a Greek gin, but, uh, Ida-san said that he also had a similar drink in Turkey. So maybe it's a type of alcoholic beverage that's popular in that area, right? Aren't they next to each other? Greece and Turkey? I'm just, I don't, I have no idea. But like that part of Europe, maybe. So we had that. And the desserts, they're Greek yogurt. They're, they have a Greek yogurt and then they have another one called the Athena. It's called Athena. I got the Athena Greek yogurt. Oh, yeah. That shit is good, man. And then I had something that I had never had uh, before. It's called Ekmek. E-K-M-E-K, I think. It's like a coconut cake thing. It was really good, too. Their food there is fantastic. The view, like I said, is spectacular. We had some of their Greek coffee, which was really strong. Just like overall fantabulous dining experience. 10 out of 10 would recommend. Lemons and olives. in uh, Lemon and olives, Greek taverna. See, I took a photo of it. So yeah, we started our day there. The next day, we did some tourist shit because we had Ida-san with us. Uh, but I also, uh, was able to partake because, or at least enjoy it more because I actually haven't been to a lot of the places that we went to. So we stopped, our first stop of the next day was the Ben Cab Museum. So Ben Cab, he's a, what is it, national artist in the Philippines? He's really famous. And, you know, those of you who know me, I don't give a shit about art, right? I don't really, you give a fuck about art. Uh, but it was cool. I mean, it was cool to see the artwork. I, we didn't get like a tour guide or anything. Maybe it would have been more immersive if I knew the stories behind the paintings. I actually didn't understand what was going on in there because there's a lot of work by Ben Cab, but there were other, there was other work also by different artists that, who weren't Ben Cab. So I don't know if that's his collection. He like, he bought them or were they like his, his students? I didn't really read anything. I, I read nothing. So it's not the best way to convince you to go there. I will say though, my favorite part of the whole Ben Cab experience was at the end, not because I was done with the art, but there is a cafe there. The cafe is called, oh, I, I took a photo of it. 
cafe. What the fuck is the name of this cafe? I did not take a photo of it. God damn it. But there's a cafe at the, at the bottom level, which, and, and then outside of that cafe is a beautiful little garden. And then there's a nature, like an eco trail that you can take. Unfortunately, I didn't have time, you know, cause I was kind of just piggybacking, uh, with my stepdad and his student. You know, I didn't want to do my own thing. Like I wanted to take the eco trail, which is according to the sign I read, an hour long trail with a guide and, They'll like walk you through like this, this area. That's, that's my kind of shit. Like hiking. That's my thing. I'm not really into art, but I love nature hiking in a way. Uh, so next time, next time I go, I'm going to go back for that. What, and the cafe is cool too. They had, they had, uh, I had some coffee there. Their food looked good. I didn't get to eat it, but it's, it's nice to just go there and hang out and look at the garden. The only downside is I asked them, I said, do I have to pay? the admission fee to the museum to get to the cafe and they said yes so that kind of sucks like because i don't you know i've already seen the art so if i go back and i just want to go to the cafe i still have to pay the entrance fee i think it's 150 it's not that bad but that's kind of lame right so if i want to go to the eco trail or echo trail is it eco echo echo trail eco trail i'd have to pay the entrance fee i'm almost 100 percent sure so Take that as you will. So Ben Cab, we went to Ben Cab. And then uh, for lunch, we went to, I guess, like one of the more famous places in Baguio. I always hear about it from my friends. You guys get JC, open the Baguio. You got to go to Cafe by the Ruins. Cafe by the Ruins. Uh, and I think it's like my second time there. And I remember now why I don't really remember if I went there before. Because the food for me was kind of whatever <laughs> it was good some of it was good like but it it wasn't memorable there they did have some fantastic like cheese tinapa like cheese sticks which i actually really liked but their their chocolate like i think i i don't know if it was batirol but it was like their hot chocolate was was not that tight the food that i got the thai caramel chicken i asked what their like best seller shit was Thai caramel chicken was okay. You know, nothing special. Their queso, actually, uh, but their queso, uh, puting queso, uh, salad was really good too. But I tried some of their pastries. It was okay. The view, I, I mean, there's not really a view. Uh, like, what are the ruins? <laughs> it says cafe by the, I mean, they have rocks outside. I don't know if that, Maybe there's a historical thing to it. Maybe it was built by like some ancient Baguio ruins or something. I, I didn't look into it. I didn't ask. But the the place itself, like the interior of the restaurant, looks cool. But there's no view. Like you're you're next to the city. You're it's you're right by um, Burnham Park. So if you want like a mountain view, it's that's not it. It's not the place to go. So yeah, I, I just don't know. I don't know why people. Always say go to cafe by the river. I'm not discouraging you to go. Uh, I think some of the food is still. I haven't tried all the food, so I'm sure there might be something good there. The interior is really nice, um, but I don't know. Just it was, it was uh, sakto lang for me. Like if I would go back, I would definitely pick lemons and olives, and even the Ben Cab Cafe over over that spot. Uh, so yeah, so we we went we finished lunch there, then we went to. The market, the market, I forgot the name of the market, 
There's uh, my pangalan siya eh. Uh, hold on, I have it here. Hanger Market. Hanger Market. So, Palenque, they went to go get my stepdad and uh, Ida-san went to get some coffee. They went to get coffee. Um, What did I do? I bought... Did I buy anything? Oh, oh yeah. Well, first of all, I, I just looked around because I, I enjoy looking around like markets and shit. But for the first time, I bought this co- this thing called Nganga. N-G-A-N-G-A. Uh, some of you might be familiar with it. But basically, it is like four different ingredients. So it's like a leaf, tobacco, this powder, which is made apparently out of the, the, the shell of a snail. And uh, what's the fourth ingredient? Uh, wait, I said it, right? The leaf, the tobacco, the shell, and... Oh, and this nut. This nut. I forgot the name of the nut. But look it up. Nganga. N-G-A-N-G-A. So you're, you wrap all four of these ingredients together and you chew it. And it's kind of similar to chewing tobacco or smoking a cigarette. It's like natural tobacco. And it's, it's supposedly very addictive. It's not illegal because they sell it in the market. But I was looking into it. Apparently, it's, it's something that is, it's an, it's an ancient, like age old, uh, passed down tradition amongst, not just in the Philippines, but like Southeast Asia, I believe. It, it's, it's crazy. I tried it and it has a weird taste. I, I, I don't know if I did it wrong or if I didn't put enough of the powder. Uh, it tastes weird. Like, not gross. I, I, I could assume, I, I feel like some people who don't smoke or, or vape wouldn't enjoy it at all. But since I smoke sometimes, it, it was okay. Uh, I don't think I got like a good nut because the nut is supposed to turn your spit and your teeth red temporarily. So when you spit, it looks like blood. My spit didn't look like that. So that's why I'm saying I don't know if I did it correctly. Uh, but it, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. I, I didn't know, like, I never heard of this ever, ever, ever. And that's what I love about, like, you know, exploring markets and just in general, just exploring places I've never been to, trying shit out. Because, you know, at the market, they have strawberries. You know, everyone goes for strawberries, the walis. Some go for cheaper vegetables. But I went to this list, other side of the market, and there's no one really there. And I saw this. I was like, why are they selling leaves? And then I, and then I asked, and they're like, nga, nga. And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? Uh, so I, I asked them and I learned and I looked up some videos. Really interesting. I, I don't think I would ever buy it again. Uh, A, I don't want to get addicted to chewing, uh, some fucking weird leaves. <laughs> but it was just, it's, I, I think it's not really, it's just something that you, you can try once maybe. So yeah, so we went that, we did that. And then to end the evening, we had dinner. We were supposed to eat at this place called Nardas, which uh, which my mom says has really good Filipino food. But they close at 5 p.m. and we were, uh, you know, doing other shit throughout the day, so we kind of we we didn't make it. So we went to Esembagio, which I haven't been to since I was maybe 15 years old. So that was like, you know, do the math on that, 16 years ago. Dude, that mall is so fucking beautiful. The view, there's like a view, an incredible view. There's an open air area. I actually didn't get to explore all the mall either, which is kind of lame. Because, you know, running on someone else's time. Like, uh, that's why I like traveling usually alone. Because then I don't have to think about anyone else's time. But 
yeah, so I only got to see a little bit of the mall, but from what I saw, damn, it's a nice mall. And we had dinner at Banana Leaf, so it's nothing, you know, you can find Banana Leaf here. But the view was great. I tried out some new dishes because it, it was, uh, you know, I wasn't paying, <laughs> so I was ordering whatever I wanted. Uh, what was good at Banana Leaf? Just check my Instagram. I'm going to post about it on Instagram uh, in the next few days. I can't really remember in my head what, what I ate, but it was, it was good. Banana Leaf and the, the mall was was great i, w- I want to go back and just check it out and then yeah the next day we we just went to camp john hay for a little bit um and then headed straight back to pampanga headed straight to pampanga we had dinner at this place in clark called um chiba they have this they have this sushi plate there they called it pinoy ten but i found out because my step my stepfather is japanese that they don't really serve it to filipino people so it's a little bit racist because <laughs> it's so cheap. Like it, it the the price of it for I don't know how, I, how many pieces, ten pieces or eleven pieces of or what's that? It was a good amount of pieces of nigiri sushi, and it was like half price of what was on the menu. It's not on the menu, so I don't know. I I, I don't want to recommend it to you guys because they might not serve it to you. <laughs> but Chiba in Clark, and and then. The following day, before I left for back here, because I uh, for Manila, uh, we ate at this. Uh, we ate again. I talked about it when last time I went to um, Pampanga on this podcast. The de parillas. What's it called? Hold on, I gotta, I gotta get do it justice. Nepo parillas. It's called cucina de parilla in Nepo, Nepo near Nepo Quad. Probably my favorite fucking restaurant in Pampanga now. I I, can, I think I could say that. Because, you know, whenever we go to Pampanga, I would always take my friends to Junjuns or uh, Aling Lusing. Dude, Cucina de Parilla by Nepoquad is the place to go. Their sisig is top-notch. Their, um, their, their crispy pata is so juicy. Their pancit is, is fantastic. I'm not even a big pancit guy, but their pancit is good. Oh man, Cucina de Parilla. Delicious shit. Yeah, then after that, went back to Manila uh, on, when was that? Friday? Friday. That's why I didn't record. Uh, and then, no, no, Thursday night. And then Friday, I was here. But I had to shop for my outfit for my hosting, which I talked about at the start of the podcast. And I just have to say, I hope you guys can empathize with me. If you have ever been like overweight, like not even chubby, like like obese, because I technically am on the obese side of things. I know you guys can feel me on this. I fucking hate shopping for clothes because I just get sad because nothing fits me the way I want it to. Right? I'll 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 try on a shirt and it's either too tight. If I get the next size up, it looks too baggy. Which makes you look even bigger. Don't even get me started on pants, man. Pants are the fucking worst. Why is a 36 like a, a size 34 at other stores? And then you get a size 40 pants and it's like a... Pant sizes, isn't it inches? Right? When pants are... Like when you say you're a size 36, the pants are 36 inches around the whatever, right? The waist. So why are some pants... That are, why are, why are they not the same size? 
So I went to one store. I tried on a 38. And that shit was so fucking, like, tight. And then I went to another store, tried on a 36. It fit me-ish. It doesn't make any sense. Fucking, I hate it. <laughs> I was complaining the whole time, like, going shopping. I was like, this is the worst experience. I hate it. Because I had to buy a new suit, guys. My, my shit don't fit me anymore. Now, I'm trying to lose weight. And I think I'll get there. I think I'll be able to fit my old stuff. But I had to buy a new suit. So I started at the at the basic, you know, the basic bitch fast food retail. What do you call that? Fast fashion retail, rather. I started at H&M. No sizes. I went to Uniqlo. No sizes. Then I had to, I went to the department store. And the department store, oh, my God. I mean, the, I was finally able. Let me just end the story for you. I bought, I was able to find a, a suit in the department store. But. The sizes of the suits were, they weren't even in like numbers. It was, you know how suits are like 36 regular, 40 regular. Their suits were letters, like, like a normal t-shirt. So I was like, okay, can I try the large? Cause normally I wear large. And that shit was the size of a small. So I ended up getting a double XL shirt and coat. And then the pants were 36 and I had him altered a little bit so it it uh, let out another inch oh god you know i sound like a spoiled asshole right because you know jacy you're buying you know clothes you have money to buy clothes you should be happy i it's i was miserable like i was miserable the whole time and even after buying it i just felt like this was a huge waste of time and i wish i had six-pack abs so i could just wear whatever the fuck i want God, I hate it, man. I hate shopping for clothes. That's why. That's why I told you. I think I told you guys on a podcast before. Whenever I try on a uh, piece of clothing and it fits me the way I like, when I see it, I'm like, damn, that looks good. I usually buy it because it's it's so rare. It's so rare that that happens. That's why I love socks because all socks fit me. (laughs) That's why I love basketball shorts because basketball shorts with the garter usually will fit you. No problem. But fucking pants and button-up shirts and goddamn suits. Fuck that. The worst, like one of my least favorite things to do is shop for clothes like that. God. Anyway, (laughs) it was all worth it in the end because that hosting, as I said, you already know my thoughts on it. Thank you so much to everyone that has been uh, inquiring me to host. Uh, I've been doing a lot of VOs as well. So if you have any VOs, if you have any hostings that you need uh, taken care of by yours truly, I really uh, appreciate the opportunity. And to each and every one of you who listen to this podcast, thank you so much. It means a lot to me. And Halo uh, Halo Show should be coming out soon. Oh, by the way, I forgot. I almost forgot. Uh, tomorrow or later on today, it's already 1 a.m., I'm gonna, well, it's right outside my house. The, uh, Lenny, Lenny Robredo, uh, Lenny Robredo rally here in Ortiga Center is taking place. Hashtag let Lenny lead. Hashtag passing for Lenny. Whatever hashtag you want to use. I'm going to be going there and I'm going to, I'm sure I'm going to see like half of my Instagram friends list over there as well. Uh, because you know, we live in an echo chamber, 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 chamber. So, <laughs> if you happen to listen to this before you head there, 
say hi. Don't feel don't feel uh, don't feel shy to say hi to me if you recognize me with my mask on. <laughs> and yeah, I, uh, I'll let you guys know more about that experience probably on Halala show when we record. I don't know when. I have to ask Rika. Take care. Check out my social media platform. I forgot if I mentioned anything else. And that's it. Catch you all. Say it with me. Later.